Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in to episode 15. This episode was a grand one, promise you. Now I think it was pretty good though. Um, this is the introduction portion and kind of just want to go over what I talked about. Um, I already recorded the episode and now I'm going to just give you a little bit of feedback, a little preview of it. So I kind of just talked about what was on my mind and got into a little bit of, about the fitness thing. And um, I really feel like that was a good part to listen to. Then I also talked about what makes something worth it. Also, my morning routine, as well as de-stressing tactics. Um, the one thing that I did that's new is at the end, when I do a solo show, is hypo- uh, hypothetical si- uh, scenarios. Not si- I almost said situations. Oh, now I'm stuttering. It's all good. That's me. So you kind of get what you get. I try to record for a shot, and that's what it is. Um, I really guys, I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. And, um, yeah, one thing I said at the end as well is that if you feel like you have any hypothetical situations that you'd want me to answer or let me put myself in to either help you guys get through something that you're going through, something that you're anticipating that you're going to go through, or just something that you want to hear how I feel about it, it would be greatly appreciated if you send that in to me. But besides that, hope you enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Let's get this show on the road, man. So, you know, uh, I said I wanted a podcast, um, you know, once a week, maybe twice a week. But, you know, I outdid myself. I decided to wait three weeks. And, you know, it's all about opportunity. And kind of let's start off right there. It's like I knew I wanted the podcast. And I told all you guys listening that I was going to, you know, create podcasts, you know, try to be consistent with it and everything like that. And the one thing that I know is true is that if I do want this to be something great, I do have to be consistent and produce. And, you know, that's just kind of fact of life. It's not really more or less that this podcast is so amazing, which it might be. And, you know, maybe me doing this every blue moon and i have people that are just waiting to hear what i have to say you know all random randomly at a time then that's great you know but at the end of the day if i actually want to uh create an audience i have to be consistent enough to create weekly bi-weekly every friday every other friday whatever and you know i'm really am working on that but as um i like to say or I get this. I, I guess this is going to be the only excuse in the book that works. I'm only human, you know? And, you know, we're not always perfect, but that's not a good enough excuse to, I guess, hold myself back from my greatness. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm pretty sure that makes sense. It's like, just because you're human and you make mistakes, that's fine. But what you do from after making those mistakes is what builds character. So, obviously, I want to do my best. I want to be consistent. I got to be persistent and everything like that and keep my eyes on the prize and, you know, keep at my purpose of trying to help as many people as I can. And with this platform, I would love to use it to, you know, help as many people as I can. So, you listening, I hope that you find 
very great value in listening to the words I say and then that you feel kind of obligated to help others as well um, due to seeing that I want to and I would love to, I guess, reach you on, a, I guess, a spiritual level to make you feel like you actually want to um, help get my message out there. And obviously, that's the beauty of, you know, trying things, seeing how it works. Obviously, I feel strongly about my purpose in life is to help people become better people um, because I can see and feel myself getting better every single day. So why would I not want that to be for every single person in this world? And yeah, that's kind of what it is. Um, so I kind of have this kind of broken down into little bits and pieces that was kind of was, was on my mind and kind of just came out. Um, I have a couple like little, I guess, phrases to make me remember. But the first thing I want to go into is what makes something worth it? You know, so it's like this podcast, how what makes this worth it to me? And as I was kind of just ranting about is that, I mean, this podcast, like, or anything in life, but this is the example we're using, is that for me, I feel like it's worth it because I feel like I had got enough feedback from more than, you know, two or three people. um, And that's enough. And what always was enough was just helping one person. And I do believe I have um, consistent listeners. And like I said, I really do appreciate you guys. And I hope that I give you guys good perspectives. And also, like, what also makes this podcast worth it on another level is everything that I get out of it. Like I said, um, it's beautiful to be selfish if you plan on being selfless while being selfish. So it's like I love to give. But when I give, I usually get, I usually receive as well. It's not that I only give my perspective. Sometimes me um, giving my perspective or playing devil's advocate against someone else's perspective helps me understand them better and also just people in general and seeing that, you know, we're in such a unique world that um, people are so different and that's okay. And I mean, obviously, people have their differences, and that's fine, but it's like, how do you really understand others? And I would say step one is to understand yourself, and it's like once you understand how you think, and then you understand that you have to get better every single freaking day, then you'll be able to understand that you're not always right, and that it's okay to be wrong as long as you're willing to learn. And um, you always got to be a student. You always have to have that beginner's mindset is that I'm not going to I don't know what you're talking about. So let me listen. And it's like rather than being um, confrontational, it'd be good to be conversational and just kind of like being able to discuss. I don't know. That's proper English, but it's better to be willing to discuss rather than get angry at someone not understanding you or you understanding them. And. It all kind of plays into just just stay true to who you are. And um, I love to say that is if if you don't need to say something or do something um, and you kind of just want to see how someone else is going to react off of your own doings or uh, you want to kind of hear their answers, I feel like it's not worth it. That's just one thing that I believe in is that if you already made peace with whatever's going on in your life, What's the point of you um, 
seeing if your peace is truly worth it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, why would you go out of your way to potentially break the peace that you had set for yourself? And um, I know it's a little off topic, but in a way, um, what makes something worth it is how can how can whatever you're doing benefit you? How is it making you better? And that's how I find worth in almost everything I do. Is is this what I'm doing making me better or is it going to make me worse? If it's going to make me worse, then maybe try to sit back and think a little bit to see how possibly it's not really making you worse, it's making you better. Or if it truly is making you worse, move on to the next step. If it's making you better, stay consistent, do what you can, and you know, just baby steps at a time. Because as long as you don't stop moving forward, you'll never stop and you'll you'll finally get to where you were and even further. And I really, really strongly believe in that. And yeah, I mean like and I know it's hard to um kind of do things and feel like like man, I, I don't see anything happening or I don't feel anything happening and it's like I bet that sucks. So like for example, it could be like you uh, start a job. Obviously you don't really feel progression in a job as much. You just may seem like, oh, my job's getting a little easier. I'm getting more relaxed. Um, a little bit of complacency kind of falls in. You get a little bit more comfortable and all this and that. But you never really see the progression. So it's like um, day in, day out, you go to work. But at the end of the day, um, you clock out or whatever. And, you know, you live your life. But, you know, every time you go to work, you're obviously going there to get money, and then one day, ooh, you get a raise. So now you feel like the fruits of your labor are pay- fruits of your labor are paying off, and I feel like that's the beauty of sticking to something and just doing what you can to um, make things happen. You know, not every like like I say, like I say, instant graphic instant gratification isn't something that you should be strongly looking for because things don't happen overnight. And like for um, for an example, like um, like say you were uh, dieting, for instance, um, you don't get super skinny off one salad, and you won't get super fat off one burger. So um, to treat yourself so shitty for doing one wrong um, sounds ridiculous to me. And you shouldn't, and you shouldn't, and you obviously don't treat yourself like a king or queen after doing one good. So it's like you have to stay consistent and you have to be persistent. You have to keep at it and make sure that you do your due diligence and have enough respect and love for yourself to, you know, um, just keep it going. And once um, once you reach your goal, then you're good. Then you can keep going. You know, like uh, in life, if your goal is to lose, let's just say 20 pounds, right? You lose 20 pounds, then what? What are you going to do? And you worked really hard to get there. It's like you don't just stop, you know, because if you were to just stop, then you're going to end up going back to where you were. That's why like a little um, insight for me, for me as a coach, it's like it's really hard to um, it's it's I feel like it sometimes it is hard to um, persuade someone to understand that sometimes if your goal is to lose 20 pounds, it's not a simple path as okay, this is what we're going to do. We'll get you there in six to 12 weeks. And from there, that's it. I'll I'll never see you again. Like, 
I feel like that's such a shitty way to coach. And it's like, for instance, my goal in coaching would be to help you understand that, okay, 20-pound loss, that's doable, let's do it, but let's take our time and be okay with it being a little journey rather than a sprint. Let's make it let's make it a marathon rather than a sprint. Because for instance, if you gradually if you gradually lose, let's just say one pound a week, it takes you twenty weeks to get there, and you feel like you just did enough every time you worked out, that sounds and I believe it's gonna be way more sustainable on you to maintain and or even get better from that moment for the rest of your life. And that's the beauty of it is is that training doesn't training never stops. And it's like you have to get into that mindset that this is forever. And I understand that doesn't sound freaking very pleasing cuz it's like, well, I only want to look good when my shirt's off. Hence uh summer bodies are made in the winter, but at the same time is wouldn't you want to be healthy all the time? Wouldn't you want to feel great? All the time. And if that's something that resonates with you, I would hope that you take this journey in a way that is sustainable and long term. Like, if you don't do any activity, right, seven days a week, imagine if you just went for a 10 minute walk every day of the week and what if you lost freaking uh, 15 pounds in a year? Is that bad progress? I, I I mean, it's up to you to decide that, but it's like, could you just imagine that 10 minutes a day would make you lose X amount of weight and you don't have to worry about it because you can do 10 minutes a day for the rest of your life and it doesn't sound that ridiculous to you? Or would you rather do um, 50 burpees a day and then lose 10 pounds in two, three weeks and then have to do 50 burpees for the rest of your life? to maintain that process and you know that's just the kind of way i see things and it's not it's not obviously there are people out there that can maintain doing stuff like that and kudos to you guys i'm not trying to downplay you guys or hate on you guys i'm just saying for the general population it's not easy to work out and and it's not easy to to live through pain neither so like if you follow me on instagram today i had made a post about um if beauty is pain, then I want to change beauty's meaning. It's that things shouldn't hurt to make you feel good. And it's like, um, why would you want to not feel good during this process? Because the more you hurt and the more it's painful, I see that as a short-term path to unsustainability or failure in a sense. Because for me, um, I'm pretty sure I said this before on the show before, but I'll repeat it, is that I had lost and gained weight 40, uh, four times. And I would lose about 30 to 40 pounds each time I did it. And I, I, I can almost guarantee you that it sounds exhausting, because it was, to see myself lose 30 pounds on the scale, 40 pounds on the scale, and then slowly see it go back because I didn't want to do what I was already what I was doing to get there. And it was like I would run, I would um, do all this work, be in the gym for seven days a week for two hours at a time, um, 
you know, obviously I thought I felt great because that was the perception of great workouts, but I would have aches in my shoulders. I would have pain in my lower back and it wasn't as beautiful as it sound. It was just kind of that hard work and grit determination. And obviously that that is very good, but it can be abused as well. So like, for instance, I didn't really realize it until um, I was talking to one of my clients about how I think it's crazy how I am stronger than I ever was um, from about a year and a half of changing my training style. And I do not feel any pain or discomfort anymore. So like I used to bench press and I used to I was able to bench press 315 before, but every single time I bench pressed, I kid you not, my left shoulder would always hurt. And then I felt like I really couldn't do much. And being able to do 315 for more than one rep now on bench press and not feeling anywhere near to how I felt before and actually seeing the definition of my chest it's freaking ridiculous. It's absolutely mind-blowing. And it's like, obviously, it sucked to start a year and a half ago at super lightweight practicing form for, you know, for months. And then finally building back the strength that I thought I had but never had because due to the pain and stuff like that, is I never really had true strength like I do now. And it's like... If I, I wish I knew this information back then. And that's why, like, before I used to be that arrogant kid, um, very egotistical, like, oh, I know what I'm doing. You know, I don't need a coach. I don't need a trainer and stuff like that. But maybe I was right because when I would go to the gym, I would see trainers, um, you know, kicking kicking people's asses and making them feel, you know, exactly how I was feeling so it looked like we were doing the same amount of work, but I actually liked what I was doing compared to, you know, doing burpees, doing um, circuits and stuff like that. But, you know, it's like long term. Like I, I would almost say I wasted nine years, but I didn't waste nine years because if I grab that knowledge and experience of doing everything not the right way for me, and then see the fruits of my labor after just a year and a half, and then even seeing a brighter, a longer path in front of me, it's like, did I really lose nine years, or was it just nine years of, damn, I I never really want to do that, and let me use that experience to help others. And that's kind of where I stand now, is that I love the word enough. I feel like whenever you do anything that's extra in your life, you should always just do enough, enough to make you become better. Obviously, there's there's things where you have no control, like say you're working construction, you can't just be like, okay, I think this is enough work for the day, let me go home. You know, sometimes you can't do that. But, you know, like say, for instance, you want to start working out. That's my pretty much my best example, but I know this can work in a lot of different ways. But let's say that you're doing push-ups, for instance. Um, you want you do as many push-ups as you can, but you do them under control using just your chest muscles. And then let's just say you do about seven or eight. And then you feel like, you know what, if I do one more, it's not going to be as good. That's enough. 
Then come next time you do push-ups, hopefully you can do one or two more reps or the whole process of you doing it feels better. And that's exactly where I advocate to start. Do just enough to cause results. There's no need to have that extra pain, that soreness and all that stuff because I truly feel it's unnecessary. There's there's no reason for you to feel aches and pains because if you feel aches and pains when you're doing something, you best believe you're going to feel that when you're not doing something. You know what I'm saying? And the, Or if you don't feel it when you're not doing something, you're not going to want to do what the thing that causes discomfort and pain for long term. It's going to end very fast. And, you know, that's kind of just like, I guess, what's on my mind, a little rant and stuff like that. But um, real quick, I want to uh, kind of go into... Uh, a couple more things that I've been doing um, more recently. And um, one thing that I believe in that I feel like um, a lot of people should get into is trying to start a morning routine or just have a routine in general. It doesn't have to be typically in the morning, but something to get you through the day that helps you knock out things that you know you want to knock out. So like, for instance, my morning routine goes like this. I wake up. I... Um, Brush my teeth with my opposite hand. I learned that from a book to uh, help you kind of wake up, um, kind of shocks your body a little bit. And then from there, I uh, take a cold uh, take a cold rinse. And then after that, I drink some water. And then I read, um, I read a meditation from the Daily Stoic. Um, for instance, today was, let me uh, read it. Today was August 14th. This isn't for fun. It's for life. And basically, after I read that that little meditation, I write about it, I try to make a to-do list, and then from there I go for about a 10-15 minute walk. After that, if I have time, I try to get some reading in. Usually I do, but sometimes I, I wake up a little late, so it's kind of hard to get it in. But I try to read for about 10-15 minutes, and then I get my day started. And I can tell you I've been doing that for a month now. Today actually marks one month. And to be honest with you, um, starting my day off like that makes me feel so much more productive and I feel like I get so much more done. Even though I feel like I have to wake up about an hour before I usually wake up, it actually makes me jumpstart my day and I feel like it kind of goes nice and smooth. And I mean, I know everyone has woken up and they feel like they were rushing and I know people don't really um, enjoy that. But if you get complacent with that, then that's what you're going to feel like. But then I feel like if you wake up and you start rushing, your whole day is going to feel like it's rushing by. Because after after you're in a rush, it's very hard to calm down and you know lower the heart rate and feel like you have control of what you're doing. And I feel like um, you know just routines are like really, really nice. And... Um, Another thing is I want to talk about is um, de-stressing. So like, for instance, I know everyone has their own problems and things going on in their lives. But I think something that's extremely important, I would even say this is more important than working out, is managing your stress. And the one thing that I like to say that helps me freaking big time is understanding what you have control of in situations and also understanding what you don't have control over 
because most stressful situations require two different two things going on it's yourself and then whatever it is causing the stress whether it be um, your job whether it be relationships whether it be any external any external entity that's causing you stress you have to try your best to understand that you don't have very much control of all those other things all you have control of is how can you set yourself up for success and um one thing i like to do is just you know really analyze the situation kind of sit there and think about it and see how you want to react to the situation and i feel like that's probably one of the best ways to de-stress because if you think about it maybe if you were to go into a situation that that seems confrontational it may be best for you to kind of sit there and think take a deep breath and really Think about how you want to react because if you react, I guess, negatively, it's going to end up negatively almost nine out of ten times. But if you sit there and you relax and you go, you know what, I don't want to partake in confrontation, then you kind of just do what you have to do and say what you have to say and kind of just let it be. But don't obviously I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to advocate that you say what the other person wants to hear you say or the other what the other side wants you to hear you say just kind of be truthful to yourself and defuse the situation as best you can and i feel like in um anything that's stressful that's kind of the best way to do it because to be honest with you stress really drains the the body and the mind and that's just through personal experience every time i do feel stressed i feel like i kind of want to just go to sleep and take a nap and let it let it breeze off and that's kind of what i do when i do get stressed but i just instead of going to sleep and napping it off and uh letting it just go away is i think about it and i um i um anticipate how i want to react and that's kind of the best way that i do it it's like if i go okay well man for instance example oh man uh i gotta pay this bill um Man, I got to make sure I have the money to do so. So how can I prepare myself? So you go ahead and look. You go look at your your money situation. You look how much the bill is. You're like, oh, never mind. I have enough. Let me just make sure I don't spend this extra money to make sure I'm good for this situation or this bill coming up. And, you know, that's just a way to anticipate your actions. Just make sure you set yourself up for success always. Hey everyone, I just wanted to throw out a quick plug for myself. Um, I have been creating perspective writings on various topics such as ethics, values, and identity. And if you would like to have the opportunity to receive them for free, please reach out to me on any of my platforms and I would love to share them with you. Now please return to enjoying the show. So this segment is called Hypothetical Scenarios. And I went out to my viewers on Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that, Twitter, to get some um, scenarios for you guys for me to answer. So um, here we go. Here it goes. Um, So the first scenario was if I could change someone I know personally, would I change them? Yes or no? And why? So obviously this question is a little difficult. But I am going to go deep on the why. I personally would say yes, but 
I guess I know I can't. You know, so for instance, um, obviously, if I really care about you, um, it's hard to say I wouldn't want to change you for me. But it's like, why would I want to change anybody that is just obviously potentially being themselves? Um, like I like I was saying earlier in the show is that it's really hard to um, change or take control of things you have no control over. And one of the major ones in my beliefs is that you can't change anyone unless they're willing to change. And, you know, maybe I could try to give them an eye opener or I can try to say something to make them think. But at the same time, it's like, who am I to make someone feel like they need to change? It's like, obviously, I feel like I have my own opinion about people and I feel like some people could take that lightly or not, but it's like. I'm going to be who I am, and if you someone says something to me, I'm going to listen, but if I feel like it doesn't really apply or can better me, then at the end of the day, it's just their opinion, and it doesn't really matter. So it's like, obviously, I would love everyone to fit me and you know, uh, be easygoing for me, but that's not how life works. So it's like, I would like people that I, uh, I guess I'm close to to change for the better, but it's not up to me. It's up to them to understand that they want to, I guess, in a way, change or do better things for themselves to, I guess, uh, change for me. But, you know, that's not really what it is. It's about, like, do you think what you're doing is great? If the answer is yes, then keep doing what you're doing. But, if someone kind of counteracts you and brings up something that they think is wrong with you and you don't think that's true, then so be it. It's not your problem. But if you feel like there is um, something you could lose, you know, in reaction to not understand or listen to someone else's uh, thoughts about you, then, you know, that's also your fault <laughs> you know and, and it is what it is you you make the choices and i believe str- strongly on cause and effect whatever you do causes an effect so this happens so that happens and it's up to you to control how you react and like i was saying earlier is that in all situations you have the responsibility and the choice to how you react to all situations so i don't know if that really answers that but For instance, no, I wouldn't change anyone, even if I'm close to them, because that's just who they are. If they have a change of heart, then of course, I'm not one to um, believe that people can't change, because I really do think people can change. But it's not up to me, it's up to them. So the next question, or the next scenario was, if I was at the bank and someone is robbing the bank, but I'm trained to stop a situation like that and I'm with my family, what do I do? So, this one is um, fucking tough, right? So, I'm with my family and I'm in the bank and someone starts, to, or a group of people or somebody starts to rob the bank. 
How do I go about it? And I'm trained to stop it. Okay. So if I'm highly trained to stop a robbery and I understand that there is potentially um, going to be casualties, I would assess the situation, I guess, and make sure that the robbers only want money. And if they only want money and they don't decide to take hostages, then I wouldn't do anything because I feel like why would I put my family's life in jeopardy just to save the bank some money? But if if I make this my own and I say that the robbers are going to take hostages and I can see that, then I will do what I can to try to assess the situation pray there's no casualties and everything goes smooth and i feel like that's the best way i can answer it and that's kind of all i got (laughs) i mean that's kind of crazy though it's like shit it's kind of like fuck i don't want my family to get hurt but same time is that i don't want anyone else to get hurt and it's real shitty if i let anyone get hurt because i am selfish to just be there for just my family it's like, obviously, I know people are going to be like, oh, what the hell? Like, that's your family. But it's like, what if I can save everybody? There's no casualties. That's the big what if that I'm shooting for. And, yeah, that's what I would do. And then the last one was, um, if I was as rich as Jeff Bezos, would I use my money to help the world? So, the answer to that question is easy as shit. The answer is yes. But how I would help the world would be up to me. So it would not be like, okay, what's going on? I'm going to just be like, oh, what's happening in this world right now? Let me go help them. It's not It's not going to be like that because I feel like that's not the right thing to do. I feel like, for instance, Jeff Bezos, um, I don't really know his background, so I'm not going to go into it. But if I were to acquire and earn and make a lot of money off of investments and stuff like that, and I became extremely wealthy like that, of course, I would always give, but that's just who I am. Like I said, I value helping people. So however I can, I will. But at the same time, it's like I don't believe in helping those that don't want to help themselves. So I feel like it's it's a hard place to be in, but it's like I have to make sure I'm helping the right people. And I feel like I would have to actually get into a lot of situations first and kind of seeing how it goes. Like, for instance, kind of like Undercover Boss. I would like to do something like that. So it's like, if I would go, say, for instance, I had Amazon and I'm Jeff Bezos. I would go into Amazon, be Undercover Boss, you know, put a disguise on, you know, talk to people and see how, like, how I could help and help accordingly. I don't feel, I don't feel like um, it would be right just to give handouts because I feel like if you give handouts, and people just take them, they're not going to really learn or become better from the assistance. And yeah, that's how that's how it would be. So like, for instance, um, I hope you guys enjoyed that. You know, obviously, um, it would be cool to have you guys send some in. I'm going to try my best to not make my own scenarios because then it could be a little... I guess lenient to how I see things and I would like them to be ridiculous like the police I mean not the police whoa 
what am I thinking about? No, it's like um, I wouldn't want to be. Um, I want to be like re- kind of ridiculous and funny sometimes, like the um, robbery, and I'm the I'm trained to stop them. Or I like the deep ones, like would I change someone that I'm close to? And it's like it's really cool to kind of think and have like a raw discussion with myself and have you guys hear how I feel about certain scenarios. So. As always, I do appreciate everybody listening. Thank you so much for going out of your way to take a listen. Um, If you have any scenarios that you'd like to send in, I would love to answer them on the show. So uh, please um, do what you can. Uh, Always be kind. And um, thank you so much for listening. And I'll uh, see you guys soon.